are listening to a Commonwealth Bank of Australia Global Economic and Markets Research Podcast. This podcast provides general market-related information and is not intended to be an investment research report. The information contained in this podcast is based on previously published material, and before listening, you're advised to read the full Global Economic and Markets Research Disclaimers, which can be found at combankresearch.com.au. Welcome to the Global Economic and Markets Research Podcast. My name is Belinda Allen and I'm a Senior Economist here at ComBank and today I'm joined by Stephen Halmerick, our Chief Economist. Stephen, nice to have you on. Thanks, Belinda. Very good to be with you again. Now, we are here talking about the Household Spending Intentions Index for June. Now, I wrote it up for May while you were off in the United States uh, seeing our clients and other stakeholders over there. So looking at the data for June, Stephen, and we did see a modest increase of 0.9% for the month. But looking at the the detail, it's really interesting because we've seen uh, – some signs that the interest rate sensitive parts of the Australian economy are slowing, but then other parts of consumer spending continue to lift. It was an interesting result, wasn't it? Yes, it certainly was very interesting. And it, it, it's definitely good to be back to write up the HSI <laughs> this month. So overall, the index was up 0.9% on the month, so mm-hmm. a pretty modest rise. But that actually took the index back up to 117.3, which is the equal record high. And it's up just short of 12% compared to June last year. But as you say, like, when we look at the details, uh, the, the increase was actually quite narrowly based. So transport uh, was up 6.7% on the month and is up a massive 132% compared to June last year. Uh, education up 3.7% in the month and household services up 2.6%. Uh, but as you said in your introduction, some of the sectors of the economy that are impacted by the higher interest rates are already beginning to weaken, which uh, we'll talk about in more detail. It's going to be interesting over the next couple of months just to look at how the index evolves, particularly because we've obviously had three rate rises in a row by the Reserve Bank of Australia and, and quite an aggressive lift in the cash rate to 125 basis points over that three-month period, but also thinking back 12 months ago, uh, we were starting to go into the Delta lockdown in New South Wales and Victoria. So the next few months is going to make a very interesting thing to, to watch for the HSI. Yeah, that's uh, for sure. So, you know, lots of volatility uh, in the data. And as you said, once we get through July and August, we're going to be comparing to a period mm. last year where large parts of the country, particularly New South Wales and Victoria, we're in, uh, in the middle of the Delta lockdown. So some of the annual changes are going to look, uh, start looking quite, uh, quite large and there'll be a fair bit of volatility. But I think, as you mentioned, I think the real benefit of the HSI will be uh, the visibility of mm. the, what's happening to the interest rate sensitive sectors of the economy, things like retail, home buying, entertainment spending, which all actually started to uh, slow, whereas other parts of the economy, particularly things like transport and travel, uh, actually still quite strong. So turning our attention to, to transport spending as well, now this part of the index is really focused on our day-to-day mobility. So it's getting to and from work, to and from school, using cars, uh, toll roads uh, and public transport. What happened to transport spending intentions in June? Yeah, so they were up 6.7% on the month. And as I mentioned, that's about 132% higher mm-hmm. than this time last year. But it is still worth pointing out that travel spending intentions are still well below where they were pre-pandemic. 
Uh, and the other really key factor for transport is we're talking about um, you know, nominal dollars spent here. So when someone uses their credit or CBA credit or debit card, how much money are they spending? So the big increase in the price of petrol uh, has had a big impact in this transport sector. So service stations, money spent on service stations is up 40% compared to this time last year and 54% higher than in June 2019 pre-pandemic. So there's a big price effect, particularly for the price of petrol in the transport sector. Uh, other, but other uh, data within transport is also improving, and I think it's really related to a return to work. Mm. So we saw an increase in the use of uh, bus, trains and ferries, uh, parking lots, uh, taxis, things like car washes, tyre service um, and railways. So there is some pretty good signs there that beyond the increase in price of petrol, uh, more mobility, more people are getting back to the office or to their place of work is increasing transport spending as well. And that's very similar in a way to the household services spending intentions index as well, which was also up by 2.6% in the month and that picks up childcare spending. Yeah, so we, we could see quite an increase in childcare spending. So again, that would be reflective of uh, people getting back to work uh, in their place of work rather than work from home and needing those extra childcare services. And we've also seen quite a large pickup in female workforce participation during the pandemic as well. So obviously greater need uh, for childcare services as well. One of the other interesting components that we did see quite a large lift in June was in education spending intentions. Yes, that's right. So they were up 3.7% on the month and uh, now up 8% on the year. Uh, There was an increase in uh, transactions as well as um, Google searches in that area as well. So I think this um, relates to, again, some of it is price, so Mm. a higher cost of some university education. But the biggest uh, pickup was actually in uh, schools, so things like elementary and secondary school. So um, some of those you know, higher fees as well as um, more searching for education opportunities is good to see. One of the, the biggest changes we've seen over the past year uh, in the HSI has been the travel spending intentions component. So with uh, reopening of borders, a lot of pent-up demand uh, to travel. We're in the middle of yeah. school holidays right now. What did we see happen in that category in June? Well, so travel was up 1.5% in June. And on an annual basis, it's up 71%. So compared to June last year, we're really getting out and about. And if we look across that sector, there's a big increase in things like travel agencies, cruise lines, airlines, airports, hotels, motels, tourist attractions. Uh, So people really beginning to get out there and and have a holiday. Uh, Interestingly, the one area that was weak was uh, motor home and Mm. recreational vehicle rentals. So when the pandemic first arrived, we saw a big jump in people using motorhomes, RVs, caravans and things to go on holidays you know, within their own state or maybe even in their own LGA. Mm. <laughs> uh, but now we're seeing you know, that decline as people are heading to the airports. And of course, I'm sure many of our listeners have seen the scenes at the airports or experienced the scenes at the airports. It's lots of people wanting to travel. Indeed. Uh, And we can only dream of of more travel in the future. So we noted at the start that the Reserve Bank of Australia has lifted the cash rate now for three consecutive months. We had May, we had June, we had July. 
Uh, and we have started to see in the Spending Intention series some impact on the interest rate sensitive parts of the Australian economy. So we're picking that up in a number of different categories in retail, in home buying and in entertainment. And in fact, entertainment recorded one of the largest falls in the month. Uh, what happened there? Yes. So spending on entertainment was down 3.8% uh, on the month. It's still up marginally on the year, up 1.8% on the year. Um, so we have seen some improvement over the year in things like live theatre and the movies, eating out, drinking out, uh, people going to pubs and, and clubs, etc. But it's up only marginally mm. on the year. And as we said, on the month, it was down a pretty large 3.8%. So as people are res- responding to the higher cost of living uh, rate rising interest rates, which will impact the amount of money they need to set aside for mortgages, I think it is interesting to see that now beginning to spend a bit less money on uh, entertainment. And that's certainly also been reflected in home buying as well. So home buying spending intentions was down 3.6%. So this part of the index looks at home loan applications through the CBA network uh, throughout the month as well as Google searches. So that's certainly getting picked up in terms of higher interest rates impacting that category. Yeah, very much so. That's very consistent with our view that the household sector will be very sensitive to the higher interest rates that the Reserve Bank's now delivering. And as you said, they've done 125 basis points over three months, so uh, quite aggressive. And we do expect some further rate hikes in coming months. And so we do expect to see uh, that home buying intentions index continue to soften in the months ahead as um, you know, people have to spend more and more of their income servicing their mortgage. Uh, which means less income for servicing everything else. And we do think that will continue to put some downward pressure on dwelling prices over the remainder of this year and through 2023. And we've certainly seen that in the most recent data for dwelling prices for June. We did see falls accelerate, particularly in Sydney and Melbourne, uh, but we are expecting that 15% peak to trough fall in dwelling prices nationwide uh, because of those higher interest rates. Stephen, it's certainly going to be an interesting time to continue to watch this really uh, broad set of data uh, that we get each month in terms of the household spending intentions index, particularly given we can break up the data between, I guess, what we need to spend our money on, the essentials, but also the discretionary and interest rate sensitive parts of the Australian economy. Thanks for joining. My pleasure. Thank you very much, Belinda. Now you can read Stephen Halmerick's report on the ComBank Household Spending Intentions Index, uh, which is published on the second Tuesday Uh, of each month on combankresearch.com.au and the data used in the Commonwealth Bank Household Spending Intention Series is a combination of CBA data and publicly available Google Trends data. Any reference to the term CBA data means the proprietary data of the bank. As the statistics take into account only the bank's data, it may not reflect all trends in the market. All customer data used or represented is anonymised and aggregated before analysis and is used and disclosed in accordance with the bank's privacy policy.